The Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because I just love this film. Hi, I'm Phil, and Neo's glasses are so round. Hello, I'm Jake, and Carrie Ann Moss is actually Canadian. Hi, I'm Tim, and I'm not Canadian. Oh, hi, Tim. How are you? Oh, hi. Nice doggy. Well, this is minute number six. So Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is minute number six. Trinity escapes the agents. She runs across the roof with Brown close by. She sees a small window on the building across, makes a crazy jump into the small opening and crashes through and tumbles down the stairs, guns pointed behind her. After a beat of terror, she nervously gets up and runs down to the street, sees a phone booth. Suddenly, a garbage truck wheels past and steers towards that direction. It's a race to the finish. She makes it to the phone booth as a truck charges into her. The, the minute ends as the garbage truck plunges through a brick wall, smashing the phone booth. And thus is minute six of The Matrix. That was a jam-packed minute, I have to say. <laughs> it's a it minute, was definitely. a good one. I just want to say this was a really good sequence. I enjoy this whole thing, and it was one of my favorites from the movie, definitely. Uh, it, it also gives a lot of information on what you're going, like how you should feel with the different characters that are being shown in this minute. What know? do you mean? Expand the future. on that. For example, Trinity, she's scared. We know she's really super powerful, but she's still terrified. And the agents, they're also something else. They're not like the cops. They're, or they're also something different. So this raises some more questions. What is this, right? And also, great shot of the agent's profile at the, near the beginning of this uh, minute, yeah. where you just see the profile of Agent Brown just looking like that. It's stuff like that that just... That's the sort of stuff that I just got imprinted in my mind uh, at a, when I was a kid. And later on, I would always imitate shots like that and it would be subconscious as well so it's always fun when you get to see these subconscious influences that happens so when she makes that jump into the small window in the neighboring building what do you think spin? what do you think of that effect shot there oh, oh first i want to talk that was not one of the best ones but well the little, on. the little spinny thing through space and light and everything that doesn't good but that doesn't good what, what a great sentence that is that doesn't good <laughs> But I wanted that doesn't to say, good. <laughs> that doesn't good. What I wanted that to say is like good. I was uh, funny thing. I remembered now thinking back. I was always pondering wh why this like in the logic of Trinity. Why did she go through that little tiny window? Like wh well, I know the logic. I can tell you because if she goes through the tiny window, it's gonna have a, it's gonna be a harder time for them to get to her. That's good thinking. You are always a strategist. Ah, well yes. done, Jacob. You could, you would definitely no, yeah, thought of this. I just, I just like it was funny. It was like I, no. I just thought it was there for just to make a more exciting scene where people no. can go, "Wow, she's no. going through a little window." She's thinking. Trinity's thinking. I always said, like, when she falls down the stairs and he goes, "Hold the whole thing, Trinity, get up, get up." Oh man, I have. I, I wanted to tell you. I about remember that. when I was watching that yeah. the first time as a kid. That was a classic moment where you think. Someone's going to either not pop out of the window, but something's going to happen after that beat. Yeah. But I really enjoy that they didn't do that. Yeah. Like after the jump, right? I was going to talk about the effects shot. Like that mm -hmm. didn't hold up too well. Let's go back to the effects shot. I mean, shot I then. guess it was cool at the time because it had a different style that you aren't normally used to with movies of such caliber, you know, like where the camera's spinning around with, or is it going there? I don't know. Was that, was that on purpose or no? To get some kind of visual... It's like, an, it's like an anime kind of thing. Yeah, it, 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 is, it does look a bit strange. I think it could have been just easily without the whole long, like, flying yeah, through space. Yeah, if it was I just cut, like, I... she jumps and then you fall through the window. I, I mean, it worked well, I guess. It was like, a, is it an anime thing? Like, do you have, like, these long 360s? 
or what a 180 maybe or maybe is. not but it just like that kind of style that kind of like elongated you know someone's like an object oh, yeah. is standing still while the background is moving like like blurry sort of. background like <laughs> like yeah. like, like an animated lines like whizzing <laughs> by the, exactly the compositing didn't really no, it didn't. result really. in something as good as other shots but anyway that one moment you know one of my favorite moments and tim's as well and your yours as well is like where yes. she just tumbles down yeah. the stairs and then you know guns are wide open and she's pointing and looking at the broken window and the lamp is swaying right and it's like this little tiny beat of looking at the dark that's what open i was saying window just a little silence and she's little and she's and she's just holding those guns open and she's just like get up about. trinity get up and like she's really scared and this makes you empathize and sympathize with this character so she is one of the protagonists so now you know now you're, it's established you're with her in the moment yeah yeah but this is information for when you're starting this film to know that this is one of the characters that you're going to be following instead of So would you say then here the we have cuz in the proof, beginning proof it was positive the cops. that yeah. Trinity's now a good guy like especially when she's a little good. bit bruised and scarred as well so it's mm, like true yeah I just wanted to note that um a good sign of good editing and pacing is that the movie doesn't basically make sense as far as the action like let's say she's <laughs> falling down right and she's on she's down there pointing guns at the window you have a, you have the little quiet scene we just described and then she gets up and the next shot is she's already on the street. But the funny thing is I've never noticed that unless until we're watching this right now, you know, that sort of these, these cuts of the action that are not necessarily time-wise realistic, but you never notice that because that's great pacing editing. Just like the action keeps going right, yeah. and your you mind show just like fills in the blanks. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see every shot. Like I think when we were doing movies and stuff like that, we're always so like being careful like have coverage of every single <laughs> movement whatever happens and you you just end up with these long sequences of people walking places <laughs> because you're like well how did they get from point a to point b without changing the scene and this is like a good example where it's just like i never noticed that you know yeah yeah definitely and uh, you know what's different in the script um in the script trinity already after this whole little stunt that she did she's actually starting to limp and she's limping away and she's like really wounded in the script so she was she would like when she finds the phone booth mm-hmm. you know down in the street she'd be like uh, you know like holding one leg up and yeah, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> if that was the case she wouldn't be able to do the awesome i know i think it's good that they booth. changed it i think the thing about movie making and making something like this in general is that um when you start with drafts you you go into lots of detail. So what we did when we did our small films is we didn't refurbish anything. We just started with our little draft and we didn't um, strip down to the essentials and then go back and just give it flourishes, which is what a finished product should have like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that shows a big difference with that. So anyway, she goes down, sees the phone booth. What do you think about that? Because as a new coming audience, like someone who doesn't have any idea what is the point of going to answer You're the right. phone i always I watch thinking, them i always watch if i watch a matrix with someone who hasn't seen it this is one of the scenes where i look at their reaction especially as the truck is coming in and crashes the whole uh, thing just to yeah. see what are they thinking like oh wait so so this is like just like a you know what were those calls like a false beginning or one of those things or yeah, what's happening like so. why does the character is she not important just like what's going on well, yeah, I, I, I love i to think see it's just reaction. interesting that once you watch a movie so many times it's all a given. It's a given that she goes <laughs> yeah, to the phone. Course, it's a given know. she's going to disappear. It's a given that the truck runs over. And then watching, you know, you have to now relearn like we're trying to do and remember what it was like watching yeah, yeah, for the yeah. first time. Totally. 
Um, I also love how the truck is so aggressive. It's so scary when the truck <laughs> stops and then makes a turn, you know, and she's like, well, I remember truck. it was just really And you still terrifying. have no idea. Like, but I think you do know that Trinity has to get away somehow. And I think it does click that when she gets in the phone booth, I don't know. I, I can't, do you guys remember? I don't really ever think that she was actually killed watching this first time. I felt like. I can't remember. Son, honestly, I, I don't know either. So long, but it might have been. been I might have been like. Well, I mean, like logically, she gets killed. But I have to agree with Phil. It's kind of funny that agent, in a phone whoever booth. is it, Smith or Brown, who drives the <laughs> truck, just goes and gets a truck. Like, like here's what I'm thinking. So it, while this is happening, is agents was Agent Smith driving the truck? Yeah, it was later on. You see, is Smith like? Does he put code into the matrix so one of these trucks disappears, or does he go looking for it? Like, uh, mm, probably there's a truck code. somewhere here. No, but, I like, think I think there was a truck driver in the in the truck, and he just melded himself morphed in yeah morphed in oh he just morphed into the guy picking up the garbage in the morning yep because he's the nearest thing there garbage just goes like, day garbage, garbage day, day. and also it's no just lieutenant? and also again it's so weird that the truck just smashes into the phone booth why is it so weird like no one does that like yeah agents you, do that you still don't know it's an agent so well what you do know is that someone is aggressively after <laughs> yes, Trinity, and it's scary and, and it's they great. want to completely and that great her. shot of trinity holding the Oh, that's phone a, that, and then putting her hand on oh, the a great on the on the windshield. Anyways, we don't see in this scene any effect of the. No, you no, you definitely no, notice no, no, that's no, no. on purpose because you know, it's meant yeah. to be that. I mean, it's like it's a magic trick, you know. Like so. Anyway, um, one of the most prominent characters that we just got to establish was not just Trinity, but it was also Agent Brown. And uh, let's just Remind talk about. Me. Let's see where Agent Brown is in the scene. He just he pops was, no, no. This like, whole scene, the beginning, look, he was the one chasing Trinity most of the time okay. uh, throughout these minutes. And I just wanted to say that the actor, his name is Paul Goddard. And he's an Australian Shout actor. out to Paul. Shout out to the Paul. Australian. Yeah, he's an Australian. Australian actor from New South Wales. And he's been in other roles, such as a TV series called The Lost World. And unfortunately, it's not the one we watched with, um, Who's the with Bob, Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. It's not that one, but it was an earlier one in 1995. And coincidentally, John Noble was also in that one. <laughs> Remind John, me, John Noble. Noble. He was Denethor in Lord of the Rings. He's also uh, an Australian actor, and you're going to see a lot of Australian people in the same Australian productions a lot, because Lost World was another Australian production. He was also in Babe, which and he, he played Hoggett's son-in-law, Farmer Are Hoggett. you telling me Matrix oh. was produced in Australia, Philip? Well, yeah. Most of it was done in Sydney. Oh. For cost-effective reasons. Oh. Yes. And, um... Oh. So he's the guy, he's the guy who played the son-in-law... <laughs> If I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but he's the one who's who's Babby. like, oh, it's a it's a you know it's a, it's a pig that thinks it's a dog, and also guess what? Hugo Weaving was also in Babe. Remember? No way. He he's played, the, he's he the played wolf. Rex the dog. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dog. The wolf. I'm sorry. The you Rex the morons! Dog. It's just too that. bad that you know Hugh Jackman wasn't in the Matrix. Oh, he could have been. been. Hugh Jackman. He wasn't yes. busy doing Oklahoma. Well, who, <laughs> who would you cast in in the first Matrix? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, you know. He should be the guy who asks agent, Neo for the for the for the discs. Yes. <laughs> hey Rollo. Hey Rollo. <laughs> you got the disc Rollo. I got the disc Rollo. And uh, yeah, he, he also he also was in. He's probably best known for being a character in Farscape, which is a sci-fi TV show. Yeah, also Australian, that. where he plays a character called. Is Star. he doing any new movies? Is he still acting? He is, but. Uh, not well, as much. Could we say that this role maybe is his most well? It is. Role? It is. It is. Who? Paul Goddard. Paul. Paul Goddard. What? For Hi. Paul the Australian. This is yep. Agent Brown. That's his nickname. Okay. It's Paul the Australian. <laughs> Paul the Australian. Welcome. Welcome. 
Agent Brown. <laughs> okay, so what else can we say about this? Scene? That's all I have. I, w- I want to say something that, um, you know, we've seen Trinity do crazy stunts at the beginning. She's like Superwoman. And what Phil uh, added is that, you know, we get to see her panic. She's on the floor and she's like, get up, Trinity, get up. And then we see the blood. Get it's uh, it's you know it gets you concerned as a person like oh, absolutely you thought she was invincible but uh, even these 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 no, agents sir. these the suits, agents the agents these, going on these office workers these FBI agents are like <laughs> yeah they hurt they hurt fire hurts me cool and we end <laughs> the minute at least in our case with Agent Smith putting yeah, his foot well, down we don't know it reminds that. me of it Terminator could be, Two a lot uh, any uh, of the agents out of the truck there's We're, a lot of foot coming I mean, out know, of the truck in the Matrix we know Smith. <laughs> yeah there's but it reminds me of Terminator. Yeah, you're right. That seems right. There's a lot of feet coming. Yeah. Feet coming out of cars. That's the best. Terminator. And most Am recently, I... John Wick Two, I think, was. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it a lot of feet coming out? Yeah, yep, there, there was. Feet, and just yeah, John Wick Two definitely. Plethora of feet. And that about is minute six. So hey, cool. that about is. I'm we'll Phil, catch you on the next episode. I'm Jake. I'm uh, Tim. You can follow us on Twitter and stuff. See you in the next. Good episode. stuff, <laughs> Jake Dragish. Tim and Phil, man. And Phil. Bye.